0: Be obedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will serve the goose that is a horror soup, and the last thing you will find is a spaghetti who There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in.
1: Western girl she's coming to california she's putting down her straw hat she's gonna trade it for a fedora i said she's coming to california with the hipsters with brie with sean the whole gang we're gonna hang and have a lot of fun
0: Shout out, Kim, coming to California. She already uh, uh, have been in California by the time this episode comes out, but.
1: (laughs) I literally don't remember recording that. That's the best part of this.
0: (laughs) James wanted to ask you about that because I recorded something with him the other day and played that, and.
1: uh... (laughs) I literally don't remember that.
0: (laughs) It did happen. Wow, I'm
1: happy it did. I'm happy it did. I think I have a career in in, uh, singing.
0: We're here to welcome you to sunny California, dude. We're going to freaking Woo! ride a tube, dude. Go right down the wave.
2: Down the yeah. freaking oh, 210, baby. Is this
0: character ever going to end? Uh, I want to no. do a ski movie. Can we do a ski movie soon? Yeah, let's do that next. Kim, do you want to do the ski movie with us?
1: No. What?
2: Ski movies are great.
1: I don't even know what that means. Like
0: like a ski movie like a
2: movie with
1: skiing.
0: Like where they go and like you know there's a there's a dude who's like I'm going to freaking buy your ski lodge, bro and everyone's like no, don't buy my ski lodge and then they got to fight back with like you know what, dancing what, and stuff and skiing.
1: What makes a ski movie so great?
0: They're like skis and movies. I don't know. It's like when those two worlds cross. I don't know about the ski movie. Just like like skis, you know how skis can cross? Like when you, you know, like your pizza
2: and then you french fry. What makes a slasher movie great? What makes a you know...
1: Death and despair. All right, I'll give it a go.
2: Kim, have you ever seen that ski
0: episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia?
1: No, I don't watch Always Sunny.
0: James?
2: Yeah, I actually just watched it the other day.
0: Okay, so you know that guy that's being like a weird like uh, perv the whole time? Yeah. He's in ski school the one that i want us to watch
2: oh really so they actually got a real ski movie person to be in the ski movie episode and i'm
0: telling you right now even though that movie's not technically a horror movie it's more like of a horror movie than probably most other horror movies that we've covered on the show okay
1: okay i'm open to it but i'm not convinced how many ski movies are there i feel like there's only probably like three
0: Look, so ski school is really good. There's a second ski school. There's also uh, there's Aspen Extreme, which is freaking awesome. It's like you know you're running Aspen through extreme. the like worlds of Aspen, and it's really extreme. You know, and there's there's, um, a, there's a good plethora of ski movies, man.
1: You're not making a good case.
2: Plethora. I love the way you say that word.
1: Yeah. Why do you say plethora?
0: Because there's a plethora of ski Yeah. <laughs>
1: That must, be the, that must be the California pronunciation.
0: We're coming to California.
2: <laughs> yeah. You oh, know
1: we're
0: way.
2: hitting a <laughs> sick coming wave. Soon.
0: Coming soon. <laughs> to Cal to California. Coming, so- coming soon to California. <laughs> okay, okay. So real quick. Everyone introduce yourselves, actually. We've gone on long enough with people that have never listened to the show not knowing who we are. Hi, my name's James. And, I like bones. What do you do? What else? What else? Who are you? Where do? You- where are you from? Uh, Indiana. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, what have you done all your life? What is happening? Where have you been all my life?
1: Yeah, where have you been all of Kim's life? <laughs> where
0: have you been all of Kim's life?
2: <laughs> a lo- I mean, I've been a lot of places. Like, where's
0: the first one? Where's the first? Where's I was the first born place? in
2: California. I was born no. in California. Coming in, in California. California.
1: Oh, <laughs> um,
2: originally from California, you would say. Didn't know that. Long Beach.
1: Wow,
2: that's amazing. It's amazing. You know what? That has to do with what we're talking about tonight. Snoop Dogg's also from Long Beach. Congratulations. He is.
1: <laughs> He is. Wow. Hey, who are you? Uh, hi. Um, I'm here for IT support. Uh, my name is uh, Kim. Um, I'm just going to be listening in on the background, making sure these guys get through their episode. Um, so if you see me on the recording, you know, just act like I'm not here. Thanks, Kim. Thank you.
2: Hang on, Kim. Do you actually want us to rely on you for IT-related issues? No. no. Hold on. Actually,
0: that's a whole other conversation. Kim can't even figure out how to hang up the phone.
1: I would be. I would be the worst IT person. I would literally be like, have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in?
0: I don't think you would even try <laughs> that. It took you like four tries just to press the the end button on the call.
1: It's it's because my phone updated and it's at the top now. I didn't know you had to like swipe down.
0: When has it ever been anywhere else?
1: It's been at the bottom. I can tell you that.
0: <laughs> so I that's her you biggest <laughs> issue. The fact that it moved from the bottom it's to the top.
1: It's been at the bottom. Yes, because I was looking for it. I couldn't find it.
0: Okay. Alright. Did you ever did you try turning it off and back on?
1: I have not yet. Let me go let me go try that. Get anyway,
0: I'm Caleb. This is horse soup and I'm gonna move away from all of this for a sec guys, we need to calm down for five seconds so I can thank the paper. <laughs> all right. So thank you to John Starks, Tara Warren, Kim Wilson, Arlen Wayfarer, Athena, maybe it's Athena. Kaylin Kopman and Susanna Violante.
1: Why? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Is, why was I in that bunch? <laughs> what did I do?
0: <laughs> Who are you? Which one? Did
1: were, I do something wrong? <laughs> what happened? Did I give you money and not know that I did?
0: (laughs) Look, I don't know if you know this, but you've been giving me money for like the past like year and like three years, I think now.
1: I know that, but why are you thanking me now?
0: Um. Well, I decided. (laughs) You know what? I decided for that specific tier. You just happened to be in one where I decided to start thanking people monthly.
1: Okay. Well, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) How how many opportunities do you get to have the guest on to say you're welcome?
0: This is actually the first time. (laughs) Well, uh, well, I guess I guess I've probably thanked you before when you've done an episode that you paid me to like cover.
1: That's actually the only reason why I'm on here, guys. I was just here to say you're welcome.
0: Well, that's actually the only reason you're doing every Amadeville movie because you paid me to do Amadeville. You did Amadeville with me. I thanked you, and then now you're doing 50.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The slippery slope. You're welcome. I'm here.
2: <laughs> Moral of the story is: you don't welcome. give to Horror Soup on Patreon, <laughs> or you might get stuck in an eternal prison. You might get
0: stuck in like an endless loop where you have to cover fifty of a series that you don't want to cover fifty of. Like I might find yeah. another one. Who knows? I'm sure Amdeville isn't the only one.
1: I was gonna say fit, well fifty and growing too. I can't. I don't even think we could put a number on it.
0: As of as of now, you're <laughs> you're fifty deep.
1: Um, we'll see about that, but um okay. i'm going strong i'm going to twenty seven and then uh you have your replacement host Kim too
0: Kim too is that, it's actually just yeah. Kim <laughs> telling you guys that she's not on the show anymore, but it's still Kim. <laughs> She's going to be like, "Yeah, so remember how uh oh you, you don't remember how uh there was this uh thing that
2: was similar in the other Amityvilles?
1: I literally just die by hair.
2: You have to dis- <laughs> disassociate yourself so hard that you have to pretend that like the day-to-day you is a is a completely different person.
1: Totally different person. I am Tim <laughs> for part 2. <laughs> Part two will be Tim. <laughs> well, thank you,
0: Tim Wilson. Thank you to everyone else. Uh, they all donated to the show on Patreon.com slash soup. And speaking of Patreon, there are also three new stickers available right now while supplies last. I would like to welcome Kim, James, Snoop Dogg, Ooh. Pam Greer. Yes. Pam Greer, we're, yes. all, we're all here. Thank you. Thank you for coming, Snoop Dogg. Thank you, Pam Greer. Shout out. It's, it's wonderful to have them here.
1: I was going to say, some big names. Um on tonight's episode yes it's not it's not very often you get to talk about horror and
0: martha a huge stewart. rapper
1: like snoop oh, right it just doesn't happen so
0: we tried to invite martha stewart she didn't want to she didn't want to come she had other no, other Kayla, obligations
1: she couldn't make it remember
0: okay well that's the same thing as you can't come you know she <laughs> fucking told us that she was gonna try to come and then she says oh i can't make it oh i can't make it <laughs> All she right. said she'd
1: be on the next episode, so we're hopeful.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, like, we'll, we'll fucking see if she go through with it, you know. We'll, you know, now, now she has me stuttering. Now she has me stuttering.
1: I would love to have Martha and Snoop on an episode.
0: How great would that be?
1: <laughs> that would just be incredible. That's one thing I didn't do.
0: We need to do a Trailer Park Boys, uh, like, recap show so that we can get to the Snoop episode and then invite Snoop on.
1: So I still haven't watched Thriller Park Boys, uh, but it's on my to-do. It's on my to-do, I know.
0: We'll do it when you're in California. <laughs> all
1: right, fine, deal. Um, that's the one thing I didn't do for this episode. I did not look up any interviews about Snoop Dogg talking about this, and now I'm regretting it because I feel like I probably missed out on some gold. <laughs>
0: I wanted to do that. Unfortunately, I didn't own the DVD for this, um, which I'm really upset. I don't know if James had it. You have a VHS, so I'm sure there wasn't like a ton of extra stuff or anything. I watched it on VHS, yep. What I did is I listened to the whole album that was made for this, and I'm going to go ahead and say that that album is 10 out of 10 through and through. <laughs> it's the, fire. the ballad of Jimmy Bones is one of the uh, strangest songs Jimmy I've Bones. ever listened to, but... <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, if we didn't mention, we're covering Bones from 2001.
0: Kim, give your explanations. This is all you. But Basically, what's going on right now is that to keep Kim in check, I have to, like, I have to toss her a Bones. Ever so often (laughs) sponsor of bones,
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. You're not wrong,
0: (laughs) and this is uh, how I keep her around so that you guys still get Kim for all the amateur episodes. If it wasn't for the bones and the scary movies, and the um, like would you rather's, and uh, what's that other one? The, um
1: there's been too many. Oh, don't blinks. Don't
0: blinks and the don't blinks of the world. Uh, I don't know if Kim would be like functioning be as either. a sane adult and would <laughs> be able to, to continue it. with what we're doing.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be able to make it. But shout out to and I'm blanking on which Patreon in the discord. One of y'all, you'll know who you are. I feel like it was Nikki said she she was the one who resurfaced this whole bones idea, I think. Somebody in Discord, one of our lovely Patreons, a few months ago was like, have you guys seen Bones with Snoop Dogg? <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, I have seen that movie, but it's been years. So I rewatched it, and I was like, this shit, we've got we've got to cover it. This shit is incredible.
0: Like Kim said, this has been months in the making. She sent me that audio clip of, Caleb, why are we gonna do bones? Like a long time ago. By, by the way, you sound like Nia's daughter, Violet, when you do that. You, you sound I ridiculous. Do? Yeah, because she, she sounds like, she's <laughs> only like, What are you doing?
1: Okay, well, I like Violet. She sounds pretty fucking awesome. So, um, but this has been months in the making, and we're very excited to be here. I should have dressed up as Snoop Dogg, actually.
2: You really should have.
1: I'm really pissed that I didn't, actually. It's a really missed missed opportunity
2: i mean was this whole movie just an excuse to put him in like that 1979 appropriate outfit like just i think the whole movie was just an excuse for him to play dress up right
1: oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> the the scene where he's literally in like the velvet oversized robe <laughs> right
0: <laughs> he somehow looked more snoop dogg than snoop dogg does just on average he, like he was yeah. in his element
2: <sighs> it was it was like this was his chance to play like his like like his true role, like yes. if I could create a character that I want to embody, this is the one. It is.
1: Yeah, like I feel like he didn't even have to read a script. He probably just went in.
2: He just ad lib the whole thing.
1: Yeah, Absol- <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the writers, Caleb. Do you want to talk about the writers?
2: James, I don't think I sent you a picture of the writers. Um, I'll go. Ahead. I didn't look up any of that stuff, so I, I'm like totally in the dark. I I, well- I just took this for what I could know from the vhs like i read the box like i don't know anything other than that
1: well before we talk about the writers give us your take since i want to hear both of you guys take this is not my first time seeing this i've seen this many times just been a while but this was james and caleb's first time seeing it so i want to hear initial thoughts from both of you before we get into the writers
0: cause... Um, my initial thoughts were about the writers because I looked that up before I even got into it and I was a little bit alarmed to say the <gasps> least um, usually when you watch a modern <laughs> version of a exploitation movie um, oh, it's no. not written by
1: two very white men <laughs> To say the least. Yeah, yeah,
2: let's just... Yeah, to say the least. Any other writers credited? Yeah, that's,
1: that um, was my exact thought when Caleb sent me this. I was like, did they consult... Were they the consultants? Did they consult... Any,
2: any other writers? So I'm gonna
0: go ahead and say there were two writers.
1: Two writers? you mean? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sorry I had to. <laughs> so James...
0: Tom was one of the writers on Fright Night Part 2. You might know him from that, Mr. Tom Metcalf.
2: Yeah, that name sounds familiar. I might
0: know him from even more than that. You might know him, and I'm sure most people know him, a little more for Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, okay. oh wow. He's not like the main writer. It seems like there's like four people that are accredited to the story and whatnot, but he is one of the dudes who's accredited to like starting Revenge of the Nerds. Gotcha. And the second writer is Adam Simon, who wrote 2009's The Haunting in Connecticut with Mr. Tom. Really?
1: Interesting. What an interesting arsenal of movies.
0: And they're the only two people credited to The Haunting in Connecticut as well.
1: You really liked Haunting in Connecticut, right, Caleb?
0: Yeah, I remember liking it a lot. It puts it in a very different light, knowing that it's the same two people. Like, it doesn't change that movie. It changes this movie more than anything. This. But...
1: Considering this was supposed to be a black exploitation horror film.
0: Hey, I, look, I mean, I don't want any, like, white warriors coming out and being like, oh, what, you fucking hate white people or something like that? Like, what are you talking about? I love Limp Biscuit. I get it. You love Fred Durst. I get it. Like, but let's move on from that. Like, it's not uh, about that. It's the fact that this is a full-on, like, modern black exploitation movie, and I don't think black exploitation should be written
2: by extremely white people. Like, that's not right. It definitely makes me look at the film in a different light. Totally. Uh, totally. Also, Adam Adam Simon wrote Braindead.
1: I still haven't seen Braindead.
2: Wait, I did not even see that. Is that true? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was like his first big screenplay. So we have
0: a weird little mixed match of things from- uh, Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then they're like, we're going to do Bones. <laughs> then someone decided that they should write Bones.
0: Look, I just hope that, like, I didn't look, I wish I had, like, a DVD cut of this where I had, like, features and shit or, like, a commentary where I would be able to find out, like, if anyone else had, like, creative direction in this. Like, I would hope that, like, the director, um, it was directed by Ernest R. Dixon, and I would hope that, like, he had, you know, some say in this and, like, there was something else where, like, you know, sometimes all writers don't get credited, and I just want to hope right. that this is one of those situations, right. but when I look at it at face value, it's a little worrisome, but, I mean... <laughs> Like I said, we have the director, Ernest Dixon attached, who rose to fame through Juice, starring Omar Epps and Tupac. Also directed great Tales movie. from the Crib, Demon Knight.
2: Oh,
1: sweet. Interesting. Okay, Juice is a great movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, Juice is awesome. But what's kind of weird is that he hasn't done many other movies. Like, there's like a handful, maybe like a little over a handful, but he's kind of just done a bunch of TV ever since. But three years after Bones, he directed a movie called Never Die Alone, and it was starring DMX and David Arquette.
1: I was literally going to say, is his that. thing just starring? I've seen Never Die I was like, is his thing just starring big rappers of the time? Like, is that
0: I think niche? so. But honestly, like, are you mad Will about it?
1: No, I would say I love Absolutely it. I love not. that he was like Tupac, Snoop, and DMX.
0: <laughs> it's pretty iconic, dude.
1: Because if I were to direct something, that is totally the angle I would take. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> A million and one percent. I'd
2: support you. I'd crowdfund it.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: So I guess like like that would be the the thing that I'm most hesitant about with the writers is like did they write this with Snoop in mind or right. did he hire them to write a movie you know what I mean like like right which, what which was the cart and which was the horse? Like, what came before what would would make me feel differently? You know what I
0: mean? Knowing the whole Ernest situation, like, putting the whole rapper thing into light, I'm assuming right. that Ernest got Snoop attached. But, yeah, there is the thing where it's like, did Ernest get them to write this? Or were they already writing this? Did Ernest get attached? Like, who was attached first? Where did this, where, was the, where were the origins of this? I
2: think a lot of times we want to, we, we imagine like the screenplay coming first but it doesn't always happen that way you know so Mm -hmm. so maybe this is one of those situations where like they just happen to think that these guys had the chops for the snoop horror movie but it
0: does (laughs) seem like a really weird thing where like Pam Grier is also attached to this too. A Pam Grier who's like a veteran right. in black exploitation. The, the yeah. legend. She's
1: like the Legendary. queen of black exploitation. Yeah, like Foxy she's, Brown.
0: Exactly. So it's like okay, <laughs> like, where Pam Grier is attached to this, I just can't imagine that Ernest Dix. Like it would have been like Ernest or someone else that was like, okay, hey, we're gonna make this fucking horror movie. Let's hire these guys. Like what did they make at the time? Brain Dead. Something yeah. else. Like yeah, a couple other things. Like, like I, don't, I don't know why they wouldn't get like a black person to do right. this. Right. I agree. So I don't know. Like, I have a hard time believing that the script didn't come first. I know. I could be completely wrong, though. We could all be wrong.
1: The only thing I'm upset about is that the script wasn't just an entire rap made by Snoop Dogg. Like, I wish he rapped the whole time. It was just a (laughs) musical.
0: My (laughs) biggest issue with the whole movie is that Snoop Dogg (laughs) isn't in it enough.
1: I know. I know. I know.
0: He's really not in it. He's barely in this, honestly. I would like this movie so much more. Like, I don't hate the movie at all. But I don't like love it as much as I could if it was like Snoop Dogg through and through. But like he really doesn't show up until like an hour or something the into end. the movie.
1: Yeah. Unless yeah. you count
2: Go Boy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but real quick before we get into Bones, you guys want to hear the um, the description of the Dmx David Arquette movie?
1: Yes, of course.
0: So it says when the unemployed white journalist Paul played by David Arquette, who lives in the ghetto, accidentally witnesses the execution of the Afro-American king, David, played by DMX. He takes the wounded man to the hospital, trying to save his life. David dies, but officially leaves his car and his possessions to Paul. Paul finds some cassette tapes in the car, and while listening to them, he becomes aware that David was a hideous drug dealer.
1: <laughs> what? That description is so fucking stupid. I,
0: look, I just don't get, like, in a world where someone <laughs> dies a and a stranger takes them to the hospital, how do you just give them all of your possessions? Like, hey, you know what? You for taking me you to can the hospital. You have all my you stuff. You have everything that I worked for in life.
1: Well, also, like, why is he shocked that, like, some guy that just got executed in the middle of the hood was, like, a huge drug dealer? <laughs> like, You're a journalist. Like,
0: don't you know what's going on? <laughs>
1: Like his name's King David. Like it's not like he got the name for he got the name for a he reason. Like, king <laughs> in
0: his name.
1: Like, yeah, I, I haven't spent too much time in the hood, but uh, I would imagine that's how it works. You don't just get the ranking of king. Maybe maybe he's
2: just actually a king of a country as well, and he's just visiting.
1: And he yeah, he's visiting. He's on vacation.
0: You think the king <laughs> of a country isn't a drug lord?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, agreeing no. with you.
2: I'm agreeing with you. No, no. I'm, ag- I'm agreeing with you, and that, that's why my point stands.
1: So we're covering that movie next, is what you're saying.
2: <laughs> uh, we might
0: That might be your next uh, uh, Bones to pick with me. Oh, well, we
1: got to do Holla If <laughs> Holl if I Kill You, also written by two white people.
0: <laughs> no, no, Holla If I Kill You. Didn't that have a Black writer
1: on it? Oh yeah, it did. It did. We looked it up. They're doing it better than
0: fucking this one is.
1: (laughs) You're right. We confirmed. That'll be next, though. That's the next venture.
0: Okay. My biggest gripe with Bones is the budget. Does anyone know the budget of this?
1: I did look up the budget.
0: Okay. How before we before we mention this to James, how bullshit is it that that number is spent on? We're gonna have to let James guess because it's so ridiculous.
1: All went to Snoop Snoop Dogg and Pam.
0: Yeah, just Snoop and Pam, like one hundred percent. Like, where else would it have gone?
1: Not the blood, definitely not the blood in the this movie. <laughs> James, guess how much you think this budget was?
2: God, you can't, you can't put it on a T like that, because now I'm like, just like numbers are going absolutely crazy. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say like uh, eight million.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Try double that.
0: Jeez,
2: sixteen million dollars. 16 million. And I have no. It had to have just were gone. Were those were those effects really that expensive back then? I was no. just saying.
1: It all went to Pam and Snoop, and then those little, the little bit of effects that we saw, like in the wall,
0: and like maybe a little bit of like money went to Catherine Isabel. She did Ginger Snaps like right before this. Maybe. Maybe she got a little bit of that too. But like really, we know where that money went.
2: Oh, that's that's you. That that. That uh, that one uh, Tia.
0: chick was uh, Ginger Snaps. Yeah, she's also a uh, uh, Mary, an American Mary. Oh, she. Oh, is. okay. Yeah, Gib in Freddy vs Jason.
1: I also thought they would have done more at the box office because I remember when this came out, like people were freaking out to Snoop Dogg, you know, and it it flopped. It was it only did like $8.4 point 8. four million at the box office.
0: Yeah. So James, your guess for how much it uh. Uh, it was to make is uh, is how much they how made. much it lost yeah yeah and also is how <laughs> yeah. much it made and also how much it <laughs> lost at the same time
1: which is pretty fucking crazy
0: dude i mean yeah this i i just can't imagine like why would you put 16 million dollars into this like it's such a it's such a weird obscure movie like it's it's awesome like definitely i think it should have made more money but i mean just for the time you know 2001 i don't know
1: it's, that's a fuck ton of money.
2: That's a lot of money. I feel like that
1: was higher. That was higher than the scary movie budget. I want to say when we looked it up. Like that was like $10, ten, nine million.
2: I was gonna say I was thinking that was ten.
1: And that was the Wayne's brothers, like in their in their peak. But I guess they didn't have big stars.
2: I, I am wondering. I am wondering though. Is is Snoop an executive producer on this? Um, I could check because maybe he's not taking a salary at all. Maybe he's putting. Maybe he's kicking in money for this.
1: Good question.
2: And at this point, he's like. I mean, just at like peak
1: peak yeah
2: popularity like he he probably he probably probably could have bankrolled the movie himself if he wanted to uh he's not even a producer okay
1: that's my that's all it could have gone to there's just no way yeah there's just no way
0: the executive producer is carolyn minetti and uh yeah he's not even a producer of any type wow
1: did you uh did you guys watch the trailer for this i did not
0: i didn't i'm gonna have to uh post-mortem
1: yeah after this i'm gonna have to watch because uh i bet the trailer's probably fucking gold (laughs) like the soundtrack alone i bet this trailer is probably awesome which speaking of in in the opening scene you guys we get the one and only eminem
2: yeah i caught that that
0: is true there's also um i don't remember which song it is let me check our text but there is a reference to amityville in a song on this album Nice. <laughs>
1: yes, there is. It always makes its way back into these episodes somehow.
0: It's the legend of Jimmy Bones.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, okay, do we want to, so the soundtrack really quick has like three songs about Jimmy Bones in it. It's like the legend of Jimmy Bones, Jimmy's back, and the ballad of Jimmy Bones. <laughs> 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 and James, I think just saying, for the record, I think you should start going by Jimmy Bones.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that.
1: All right, so if we haven't established, Snoop Dogg is the the main character, Jimmy Bones.
0: Yeah, this also has a twenty five percent on um Rotten Tomatoes by critics, a forty percent by the audience, and a four point three out of
2: ten on IMDb.
1: Higher on Rotten Tomatoes than I thought. I will say,
2: I'm not gonna say like too much. I'm not gonna say it's not terrible. No, that's not what I'm not gonna say. (laughs) That's not what I'm not gonna say. You say that's not what I'm not gonna say. I don't know. I think that's severely underrated. It'll, that is a that's a very low rating from what it should be. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I
1: agree. I like I like Bones.
2: It's not that. It's not like. It's not. It's like bad.
1: I thought they were gonna rate it lower personally than twenty five percent. Really, so I'm kind of surprised to see that. But I love this movie, so yeah, I agree. I think it deserves a little bit higher, but especially IMDb.
0: IMDB is very low, but also when yeah. I do think about certain um, ratings from certain people in this room that I saw on a certain letterbox, I do feel like it kind of equates to their certain rating. Uh-oh. What did I rate this? Should
2: I just say it now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, oh, well, that's up to you. I mean,
2: you've alluded to it. Should we just give? Should we just give all of our ratings now? Like, no, while we're no, here? no, no, no. Let's go. We'll we'll get to
0: it later. We'll get to it later. Yeah, but, we'll
1: get to the end. But At I will end. say
0: it's synonymous with um. <laughs>
1: I mean, it makes sense. Like, I don't think it's a quality movie, but I like it.
0: So, with that, we will get into Bones Uh, from 2001. So, so you
2: underrated it, too. Son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) So, Bones, 2001. It starts out with this guy shooting a red-eyed wolf, and then some stereotypical white dudes that look like Josh Hutcherson and Fred Durst almost get caught buying drugs. (laughs) But then they uh, find solace by running into an old gothic house, and then things go very awry.
1: Um, I will say I really did like this this house. Is it a house or is it a church?
2: It's a house.
1: Okay. I was going to say, the outside looks like a church to me. I liked that place. And
2: Here's the thing. It's listed on the back of the box as a brownstone, which it's definitely not a brownstone.
1: I was going to say. Dude, I'll
2: give you a brownstone. <laughs>
1: I would say this is not a brownstone. <laughs> but uh
2: but, but it's it's supposed to be a house, I believe. Yes. Okay, it it does look like a church. It's a, it's a house that looks like a church shaped like a skull.
1: Very true. That's a re- great way to put it. Kind of does. Great way to put it. I would buy this house.
2: Yeah, we could put
0: a we could put an offer in.
1: <laughs> I would say this this would be a house I think we should go in on.
0: Yeah, this would be a good one. We could definitely shoot here. And we could hire Snoop Dogg. I Duck. heard it's really cheap.
1: What city did this movie take place in? Do you, does that thing? Did they mention it?
0: I think Snoop Dogg bought a city for this one.
1: Okay, cool. Let's move. Let's just move there. Wherever that city is, we're moving.
0: <laughs> so they escape in this house, and they see this dude up in the window telling them to get out. He's like, "Hey, I saw that dog over there. There's bad things going on there. Get out of this house." They don't listen, and then one gets dragged off, and like he kind of like he. it, it I feel like the house was bleeding. Like the house had flesh, right?
1: Happens multiple times. Yeah, does that track
0: is
2: that is the house flesh? Kind of. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think in a way it's supposed to embody that.
2: I think this is the thing about this movie is it's very much a Wes Craven movie. Because it just it is the house is flesh when it wants to be. When it serves the story, yes. When it doesn't serve the story, no, it's not. It's just Ah, a house. Ah, it's monstrous. And you have to just be okay with that. So it's monster. Great way to put it.
1: It is Monster House with Sunday. I love
0: Monster House. Okay, well we didn't see both these people die, but I it's safe to assume they both die. We do get it confirmed later, like through like television or like some news article or something like that. But mm. they both end up dying. And then we get the title card, Snoop's on the track, we see Snoop cuddled up real close to Pam Greer. <laughs> What's also crazy about this is that Pam Greer was like twenty two years older than I Snoop Dogg saying. during this. And dude, I mean they look like a great couple, in my opinion.
1: She looks great she
0: yep. looked amazing I mean this is only yeah. what maybe like uh three-ish four years after Jackie Brown yeah, oh, yeah. it would be pretty been. close yeah because
1: 97 right I think yeah. Jackie Brown was 97
0: yeah 97.
1: yeah wow okay I've kind of forgot she did Jackie Brown like so so close
0: also by the way like I didn't know that Pam Greer was in this at first so when I fired up the movie and then I saw Pam Greer on this it was a very delightful surprise I mean Sam
1: <laughs> really
0: personally I love Pam Greer because Jackie Brown is my favorite Tarantino movie Number one.
1: Yeah. Ah, interesting. Okay, so being a black person, um, <laughs> Pam Greer was a Pam Greer was a name thrown around in the house a lot. So it's funny that you said DVD because when this movie came out, my mom was like, "We're going to Circuit City and getting bones because Pam Greer's in it," and I was like, "Okay." So my parents do have this DVD. I will say, can't confirm. And I do remember it was a big deal when it came out because she was starring in it. And it was like one of her comeback movies after Jackie Brown. Um, but yeah, she ages really well. Haven't looked her up recently, but she looked great in this movie.
0: I was also looking up a few movies, some of the old Blaxploitation movies she was in. Also, star mm-hmm. Sid Haig and Vic Diaz, which Vic Diaz is kind of like. I mean, I'm sure like real big movie heads know him because like Quentin Tarantino was a big fan of him and whatnot. But we know him from this yeah. little movie called Vampire Hookers, and yeah. the fact that they're all in this movie together. And like Sid Haig is in probably I'd <laughs> say like five to seven black Plantation movies with Pam Greer back in the day.
1: That's in- iconic.
0: Incredible. I didn't know that.
1: My mom has all of them in like a little set. it's like a a rite of passage we had to like sit down and watch all of them
0: you should bring them all to california
1: i don't have any room also yeah hope you got room in your car for my suitcase (laughs) i'm an overpacker (laughs) anyways (laughs) but opening credits yes they're cuddled up next to each other they look incredible it's a vibe
0: and then shit gets real dark and then like the music changes we moved to present day present day 2001 it's now what 21 years ago which is Still crazy to think about. 2001 crazy, is 21 man. years ago. Yeah.
1: I don't like... The, oh, 20... Yeah, oh yeah, I can't do math.
0: No, 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 <sighs> you crazy. Can't. <laughs> it's crazy that you can't do math or the...
1: <laughs> no, it's crazy that I can't do math. I almost said it was 22 years ago. <laughs> that is wild. Holy shit, I feel really old. Holy yeah. shit.
0: So Khalil Kane plays Patrick, a.k.a. the leader of the group and also like the new owner of Jimmy Bone's Bone Home. That's what I'm gonna call it.
1: Oh, <laughs> I like that. The bone. I house. like that. It's bone the bone. House, house of bones. You know. House he's, of bones. You know he's
0: boning in there.
1: No, it's house O apostrophe bones. bones. Okay. House of yeah. bones. House
0: house <laughs> o bone. There's a lot of bones there. Yeah. You know, dogs are eating bones. You know, Snoop Dogg, you know, he's a dog, so bones, and then you know, like he has a bone, he's boning Pam Greer. There's a lot of bones going yep. on.
1: Yep. Yep. And bone dogs and harmony show around. up. It's the dog fighting bone. Snoop Dogg. Hmm. And then it's a it's a West Coast showdown between Bone Thugs and Harmony and Snoop Dogg. That's the premise of the movie.
0: No, the premise of the movie is that it takes all of two <laughs> seconds to go into the typical. This is Jimmy Bones' house, and then like yeah. fucking Maurice is like, you don't know
2: Jimmy Bones. <laughs> <laughs> but then he proceeds to not know who Jimmy not Bones who we just, is at all. <laughs> we,
1: have to, we have to backtrack. We have to backtrack. Okay, so the Patrick guy—it's a group of like y- yo, youngish. We're we're g- I think supposed to be youngish, like college age, bones. <laughs> college age, like kids, and it's like four of them, or it's three of them, uh, and they're all siblings. No, it's, it's four of them right no, it's now. Four.
0: So three of them are siblings. It's Patrick. It's okay. Bill, and it's Tia. And then um, Maurice Maurice is just kind of there. He's just kind of like.
1: Can we also talk about how (laughs) I just love the early 2000s fucking outfits and vibe. Like the kangaroo (laughs) fucking oversized fucking jumpsuits, the backwards hats, the Oakleys. I was like, this shit is incredible. Dude, the
0: Oakleys.
1: (laughs) The Oakleys literally like upside down on their head i was like this shit is just so unnecessary upside down
0: oakley's like captures such a moment in time
1: (laughs) it does does. it's a freeze frame of our childhood it's incredible
0: so you kind of just want to set up the characters right
1: yeah i just wanted to set up the characters that you guys understand the vibe we're entering this house with because it's important
0: so right now this is when (laughs) he's gonna start like putting a spin on the whole like you don't know about this story because there's a song and we're gonna sing it to you baby <laughs> I can't can, someone, can someone snap for me
1: wait. there was a song Ooh, sing it for me baby come on let's do this ready this is the story of jimmy bone
0: and that's really it. <laughs>
1: that's like that's
0: as far as he gets. Like he says a little more, oh, but not much else. He
1: literally does. I thought he, he was gonna they does. were gonna full
0: on like beatbox the whole go thing. They were gonna it. go like right. this is the story of Jimmy Bones. I was like, hey, okay, let's go. And then he just stopped. He was like, Yeah, actually I don't remember this.
1: <laughs> right. He l- literally Literally, I put that down, I was like, I love that they have a little rap jingle in here and then he just stops. Just stops.
0: I was like, Oh, okay, it's like the hood version of like the nightmare on Elm Street jingle. Like I'm ready, ready for, for this. <laughs> like I mean, like we have Candyman already, but I was like, This one has beatboxing, you know?
1: Right. This is incredible. This is a story of Jimmy Bones Stop. Anyways, so uh Anyway, <laughs> let's move
0: on. And then it just gets dark and there's like some flashbacks and weird shots and you can tell someone's just like oh, my God, I think I'm related or maybe I'm not related, but someone's related. I don't know. I'm in about a, I'm about to have a story. I'm, I'm going to be a part of this situation.
1: Well, as soon as they enter this house, church, house of bones that they want to purchase, they see, like, hu- like human teeth on the ground, and they're like, oh, what's that? <laughs> One of them's like, oh, it's probably, like, dog teeth or something. Like, literally two front teeth are on the floor. These are not dog teeth. All I want for Christmas
0: <laughs> is my two front teeth.
1: Okay, so... Sorry to go on a tangent really quick, but I hate that song because I didn't have two front teeth for six years in my life. I think my we talked about sing, this before. They used to sing that to me every Christmas, <laughs> and it was really fucked up.
0: Well, now you have two front teeth, so like, look at you.
1: And when I would come out of my room for Christmas, my parents would go, "This is a story of Kimmy Bones," <laughs> and-, <laughs> and that was it. Uh, and I would just unwrap my gifts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't with that. That was actually too good.
1: (laughs) It's because I'm tall and lanky. That's why they called me that.
0: So, after they get inside, Patrick walks off into the attic to, like, assess the house. And, like, there's a ghost hand kind of just reaching out into him. And, like, through the ghost hand is another dimension. And, uh, okay, this is our first glimpse of, like, these creatures that, like, suck people into a gooey dimension. And I'm going to. I have so many, like,. Thoughts about that and so many questions, but can anyone just tell me what the fuck those creatures are and what they symbolize and like what their relevance is? And
2: answer any one of those questions that I have. Absolutely not. It's just scary.
1: Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's just there to be scary. It's just
1: yeah. It's just there's really no rationalization for it.
2: Like that's why I said this is this is Nightmare on Elm Street. Like there's no rules. Don't try to put rules on Jimmy Bones. Like he is a villain with no rules. He just does whatever he yeah. wants, and he wants he wants to have an ooey-gooey house with walls made of people writhing around in fucking tar. Like, that's just what he wants, okay?
1: That's what he's gonna do, and you just have to own it and accept it.
0: Why is this, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, but society and also, like, exploitation Hellraiser?
1: I don't know, but I think that's why I liked it. It is a lot
0: of things. And then also, like, they don't do anything else that makes this feel like Italian horror, but like the paint for blood.
1: Okay. The paint for blood. Okay, Dario Argento,
0: I see you, but like, what's going on?
1: (laughs) It is literally acrylic paint.
0: (laughs) It's so terrible. Not even
1: mixed with anything. It's literally (laughs) acrylic paint. I was like, they could have, with a $16 million budget, they could have made the paint look, or the blood look a little bit No, but,
0: like, I get it. Like, I like paint for blood, and I give it, like, thumbs up in a lot of movies, but, like, they usually switch up the lighting or something or make it look really cool, like, in some kind of way, but this was just, like, standard 2001 cinema with paint for blood.
2: And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, you guys definitely had... Yeah, you guys definitely had fake blood by now. Like, there was theatrical blood. Like, that was a thing yeah. in 2001.
1: Well, even when paint is used for blood, it's a mixture of different things. It's not just paint <laughs> from a bucket. <laughs> like, It's like they opened up the, the can of paint and just, like, dumped it everywhere.
0: <laughs> but isn't that basically what they do in, like, Argento movies and, like, old, like, Giallo Italian horror stuff? Like, yeah. it really is, yeah. like, just paint as far as I know. Yeah. And like Herschel Gordon Lewis stuff, you know, stuff like that.
1: Yeah. We'll have to call in an expert.
0: I don't know, but I mean, I, I think I get what they were doing cuz they're trying to capture a time period, you know, cuz obviously you're making a black exploitation movie in the right. early 2000s, but I'm
2: like, I don't know. It's just maybe if they like with story ties to 1979 and flashback sequences. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what's up with this
0: whole fucking hand dimension thing um, and the shadow creatures. Like, I don't understand any of it's them. It's scary. No, it's not scary. They're using, I swear to God, these are the same exact effects that they use in Amityville Asylum. <laughs>
1: no. Kim,
0: you want to say No fully knowing that these are the same exact effects those
1: what an asylum what they didn't have the walls with people's faces on them
0: dude it's just green screen with other dimensions and then it's just like little like ghost people that are just pasted onto the screen standing in corners
2: yeah but these weren't green
0: screen this was a
2: bunch of fucking people writhing around
1: i kind of liked it
0: look i would say some of them some of these (laughs) effects were were fine like half and half
2: but
1: like half of these effects were
2: some of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. There's bad ones coming, but it was not these people. I I can't under I can't give you an explanation as to why these people exist, but they do look scary. Right.
0: No, not them. Like the little yeah. ghost creature that popped up after. There's just like a little ghost dude standing in the corner. It looks like it looks like Boo from Mario is like standing in the corner.
2: <laughs> I there's, I legitimately there's... may have not been able to see that because I watched it on VHS, because I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Oh. <laughs> James watched an entirely different movie.
2: (laughs) Apparently. It was
1: like the bootlegged version of uh, Bones.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, let's move on. This is when Catherine Isabel, a.k.a. Ginger from Ginger Snaps, uh, pops in, and she finds a dog with glowing red demon eyes and doesn't seem to see an issue with it. It's basically the pig eyes from Amityville, and she's like, oh, that's fine. That's
1: exactly what I wrote down. (laughs) That's all
0: it is, dude.
1: It's literally exactly what I wrote down. And it's like, it's it's like rabbit. It's going crazy. It's barking like fucking crazy. Clearly something's wrong with this dog.
0: And there's that scene where she's holding the cheeseburger and she like tries to give him some and then it like leaps at her, like it's going to kill her. And then it just like grabs the cheeseburger. She's like, oh, okay, we're fine.
1: <laughs> Do you guys want to know something really funny that I wrote down seriously in my notes in that scene? No. Can you feed a dog a cheeseburger?
0: Kim, you know what?
1: I am not kidding. I am not kidding. Kim's the
0: person that didn't know until five (laughs) minutes ago that you that you aren't
1: supposed to give a dog chocolate.
2: You should write a children's book called (laughs) Can You Feed a Dog a Cheeseburger? (laughs) And it's all about the things that you can't feed dogs. No, it's all about giving a dog a chocolate bar.
1: (laughs) I literally, I literally wrote that in my notes. Like I was like, Can you give a dog a cheeseburger?
2: I would like to have a discussion about the dog, if we may. Uh, yeah. I know this is like not necessarily going in order of the story, but I feel like it's just important to lay out. At this point, am I supposed to believe that like the dog is Snoop Dog? Yeah, is Snoop Dogg. Jimmy Bones is in the dog,
0: right? I want to get this dog thing out of the <laughs> way right now, and I want to never mention this dog again fantastic i don't know what the fuck this dog's relevance is to the story i don't know why it's in here it doesn't seem like it's jimmy bones but then also it sometimes kind of does seem like it's jimmy bones
2: it's like acting on his behalf right. but it's not like he's like he's
0: controlling
2: it like he's the dog but then at one point he turns full from the spirit of the
0: dog right Right. i forgot the dog leaps into exactly. it exactly the
1: dog eats the dog eats someone
0: i'm gonna say it right now the dog eats maurice later which we all knew that was right, gonna happen. Right. the dog eats maurice and then it turns into smoky chicago right into snoop dog's
2: nostrils
1: <laughs> literally
2: but then also before that directly before that the dog turns into a sexy lady yes the dog yeah. was uh, look why does that happen
1: well i have a lot of well, notes no, 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 on that no.
2: maurice was gonna
1: <laughs>
0: fuck a dog maurice was now 100% about to fuck a dog
1: <laughs> now we're getting ahead of ourselves. Look, I don't even because care. That I are getting no,
2: of that's, that's why I'm
1: like, what is
2: the dog? Like, how, the dog if it can take any unclear. shape that it wants, fair. why does it choose yes. that shape? I just
0: we are not getting ahead of just... ourselves. My notes are so light until we get to like when Snoop Dogg shows up into this party and everything <laughs> oh, else. So I don't God. care what we skip. Like he was gonna fuck a dog.
1: Okay, but to answer your question, circle back again, James. I think to your point, it just when it wants to be something, it is. Right. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Amityville. Like, I, think sometimes, I should
2: stop asking questions.
1: Yeah, I think sometimes he's the dog, sometimes he's not. Okay. He's Snoop Dogg, so right. what do we expect?
2: And then sometimes he's just shadows on the wall. Yep. But then back to, the, I guess, the point of is the dog Snoop Dogg, like at
0: one point, his old friend that I guess turns on him, quote unquote, which I'm going to go ahead and say is a big plot point. I don't even think he turned on him, really. I don't think... I don't think I anyone, know, no know. one turned on him, I'm, like, the, his whole revenge plot is kind of, like, flawed to begin with, but that's another story, we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> but look, at one point, his friend, who, like, turned quote-unquote enemy, yells at all the kids, and he's like, I'm gonna tell you something, boy, shoot that dog. And they're like, shoot the dog, what? Shoot the dog, and he's like, shoot that dog. And they're like, no, yeah. I'm not gonna, so, like, I think right, he right, also right. thinks the dog is Snoop Dogg, so is
1: the dog Snoop Dogg? I think he just knows it's evil and like is a bad omen. I think they're just alluding to the fact that anything related to that that house is bad.
0: Oh, I get it because because he got out of the dog pound.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I'm following. Okay, wait, and it's so funny on. because after
1: after he says <laughs> that, Pam Greer runs up and she's like, "Get away from the dog!" and the guy literally goes, "Damn, y'all must really not like dogs around here." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and
0: and that's another thing too. Like, aside from yes, that was funny, but like aside from that. Why does she not want him around?
1: I, I I don't. That's why I don't think it's supposed to be him. Because none of them know that Jimmy Bones is even around. Like they're shocked when he comes back. So like I don't think the dog's supposed to emulate Snoop Dogg. I think
2: that's what I'm saying. Like, is the dog actually some kind of like otherworldly spirit, like dark force that's trying to bring Jimmy Bones back?
1: Right. I think it just carries the evil and the the resentment of jimmy in that house like
2: it's not jimmy as a person it's like this other entity yeah because the the one chick starts talking about like oh there's two worlds and they get that and make that overly complicated and spiritual
1: yeah i agree
2: okay well i'm glad we can agree that none
0: of us know what the fuck is going on (laughs) anyway (laughs) this is
1: anyways they buy the house they buy the house yeah
2: i'm glad we could just like talk about this like we all came to a conclusion that's great I do I do like whenever they walk in, one of the guys goes, I'm going to see how I'm going to get my DJ equipment up there. I'm like, you're going to carry it up the stairs. What other way are you going to get it up there? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> First off, you're just going to walk up there and find a spot. Second
0: off, the fact that, like, I thought they were going to fix up this house before they turn it into a whole, like, you know, big old party spot and et cetera, but no, no that wasn't their plan at all. They were just going to do it as is.
1: <laughs> okay, So, yeah, they're DJs and musicians, so they're, like, trying to make a nightclub in the middle of this house, which is a sick idea.
0: No, that's a sick idea, but nightclubs are usually a little bit cleaner. Like, I know there's cum everywhere, but, like, aside from, like, the jizz all over the dance floor, like, there usually isn't, like, maggots and dust everywhere. Yeah. Well, hey, don't get to the maggots just yet. And have you guys ever seen Contracted? No. 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 Okay. Well. You
1: guys covered it. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it. No, you guys covered it.
0: I will make the joke I then. Haven't watched Go it. listen to the episode <laughs> if you want the joke. you will know what I'm talking about.
1: I've listened to episodes the girl with the fucked up mouth, right?
0: It's it's a little too it's a little too uh a little too raunchy if you guys haven't seen in
1: the vagina. It. Oh, my oh my god. Oh, you're
0: oh my so god. fucking wet. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. I was like, I, I remember this conversation. Anyways, okay, so they buy the house. <laughs>
2: is it is it maggots in the vagina? Anyway, the house is so much bigger on the inside than it is the outside. Can we talk about that? It looks like a toothpick on the outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, do you remember Out of the Box on Disney Channel where they put like three cardboard boxes together and then you'd walk inside and it was a fucking playhouse? You just
0: unlocked such a weird memory in my head. <laughs> Do you not out remember of the out the of the box? The no, box? I, I out do out now. <laughs> out I out never would have remembered that if you didn't do this right now.
1: What? I could still see the whole <laughs> Wait, theme song Wait, why are you saying what? Box?
0: As if I'm supposed to just remember out of the box every second because of every it was day? The most
1: icon- because it was the most iconic. Because <laughs> it was the most iconic show ever. I still know the whole theme song. What the the fuck, fuck do you mean? Out of Take the box? You're gonna die on the box, out of the box hill. Put it with another. Let's look what we can see inside. Mm. Out of the box. Oh yeah. Come on I mean it's great
0: I want to get back I want to get back to the movie can we this is when Mar- yeah, the- this is when Marie starts talking about chicken farms and eventually he says that he's the post racial toss salad version of Martin Martin Luther King's dream
2: all he has to do is hold his own hand
1: I did not catch this line. what are you talking
0: about he said he's post racial Kim
1: I did not catch this line I tried to block out a lot of what he said because he was just <laughs> odd. Well, yeah, he called himself toss salad. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, but what, yeah, what does that even mean? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Even know what that whole sentence means as it's He's a he's a licked asshole. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like what?
0: <laughs> I don't know. You think I have the fucking answers?
1: Should we call Maurice? Let's invite him on the show next episode.
2: Did you guys did you also catch that Maurice called himself the gangster of love? Oh my god, yes. Ugh, I no. did. That's when he was about to fuck the dog, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Right? Yeah. He, yeah, he was like, <laughs> yeah. Was that also, what was he smoking? Because it was, like, way too big, long for a swisher, but it was all, it looked like a crack pipe. I'm going to be honest. It looked like he whipped out a crack pipe.
0: Okay, well, there is crack involved in this movie, and I will there say that. There is the, crack involved right, right, in the movie. Right, right. The pipes that they're smoking this crack out of are not crack pipes whatsoever, which is a whole nother issue. But, wait, <laughs> at one point, Maurice is smoking, and he goes, I can't get this joint lit. That's drug abuse. That's
2: drug
1: abuse. (laughs) I missed that. I missed that line. But, um, Sounds like you
2: missed a lot of lines. That's all I'm saying. Yeah,
1: I know. I thought I got a lot of them.
0: Every time I watch something with Kim, she's like, this is the worst movie ever. And then I'll mention like 15 different things. She's like, I didn't see that at all. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, so you didn't watch the movie is what you're saying.
1: No, I did watch the fucking movie. I just pick up on different shit, okay?
0: Pick up on different shit as in she watched one fifth of the movie.
1: <laughs> no. Okay, in Death House, you did make me go back. You're like, He literally stopped the episode. He's like, all right, fuck Kim, I'm stopping the episode. No, you yeah, because- in it's the just, middle of
0: death house we like <laughs> i said like what i said like the fifth thing that was like very specific no, and like very much titties. happened you said
1: six titties and i was like i don't remember six titties
0: and yes how do you miss that it was like basically rob schneider an animal was in A- amityville death house and she missed it and i was like no literally i just stopped <laughs> and i was like we're <laughs> pausing right now i'm screen sharing this you're watching this because what the fuck are you talking about that you missed that
1: it was like when your parents are like no finish your food finish your food <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was like stop playing with your fucking toys do your homework right now you're not you're not
2: getting up from this table until you finish your peas uh,
1: uh, pretty And the much. peas are overcooked Pretty much Um okay so they buy this fucking house and then they go home and they tell their dad We bought a house Yeah yep And he's like you're a Fucking failure. Get out of this thing. not say that. Basically, <laughs> he, say
2: that. he gets very upset very quickly.
1: Okay, I do have that in my notes later on. The dad goes, like, Oscar winning for Forrest. Yeah. He goes, ape shit. Like... <laughs>
0: Also, he goes ape shit like the second the second he gets to the house, he starts looking around. And he's like, "All right, I got all you fucking kids to feed, and then I got Maurice, the bottomless pit over here, and now this fucking dog is <laughs> eating my this ground beef."
1: Dog. Yes. Can we just can we just skip forward to the dad freaking out in the middle of the street because
2: <laughs> it's amazing. It's flat out fucking amazing.
1: Like it escalated so quickly. So the son is like, "Patrick, he's like the main guy, and he's like trying to really like we take it, it's not explained, but, like, he dropped out of school to, like, pursue this whole DJing thing. So he's trying to prove his dad wrong, who's, like, successful. And he's like, this is the house we bought. He points to the the house, and we'll, we're going to find out why very soon. The dad freaks out. But he's, like, in the middle of the street. And he's like, you don't fucking buy this house! You need to fucking sell this house! Like, he loses it. He's literally like, well, "I didn't fucking bust my ass for years you so you to be a fucking failure." <laughs>
0: like, I didn't bust my ass for you to buy a house one day, you piece of shit. <laughs> he's
1: literally, and then he's like, "Sell the like, fucking
0: house!
2: Sell the fucking house! Yeah. Sell the fucking house!"
1: <laughs> literally, he literally, I think, calls him a fucking idiot at one point. <laughs> like,
0: Dude, his arms are flailing everywhere. Oh, like he is going off. He's
1: freaking out. He's in the middle of the street, like he's just in the middle of the street, freaking out. And the son is like, "Why,
2: <laughs> dude? I wonder if there's something therapeutic to that. Like, I just, I just, I, I just need to like freak out every once in a while, you know? Like, just yell at someone in the middle of the street, sell the
1: fucking house.
2: <laughs> I'd do that. I
1: was, I was thinking like, I don't even know if I'm capable of freaking out, in, like in the moment, like he did. Like that was that man deserved an Oscar for that. He snapped. <laughs> He snapped. (laughs) Um, Okay, but we had to talk about, I guess, why the house is so problematic. Because we're, like, pretty much here.
2: Because it looks like a skull-shaped church. It's the scariest thing you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) It is scary, but this movie does not explain why this
0: house is a threat, why Snoop Dogg is involved with this, why anything is happening for, like, 50 minutes. No, it does not. Oh, not for, for like, 50 minutes. Not for,
1: like, half an hour. No,
0: for 50 minutes,
2: because they show us flashbacks and shit and, like, certain stuff, and we'll see Snoop every once in a while. It's kind of two movies. It's almost like a trilogy just all smashed into one film. The first 50 minutes of the
0: movie is, like, they're showing us something without any explanation. They're like, don't worry, we got you in the next part. It's like like two episodes of (laughs) a TV. TV show.
1: That is true. So we, we finally get this flashback essentially when the dad's freaking out in the middle of the street on his son as to why he doesn't want them in this house. And we find out it's because Jimmy Bones. Well, I feel like one of you gotta give the background. I feel like Caleb you gotta give the background to who Jimmy Bones was because there the was soundtrack. a song. Ooh, sing it for me, baby. Come on. Let's do this. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> This is the story of Jimmy Bones. Jimmy Bones. That's it. That's all you need. Something about about a switchblade.
2: And a diamond on his hand. Yeah. Kim, I'm not going to give you the explanation
0: because we don't get it for 50 minutes in the movie. The the, the fucking audience is getting this when I get this.
1: (laughs) I'm giving the explanation. They deserve to hear it. Whatever. So Jimmy Bones is... There was a song. Ooh, sing it for me, baby. Come on. Let's do this. Ready? this is the story of
0: jimmy bones <laughs> so Lubavitch i can believe shows it no. actually
2: took the time to get we all just started talking as soon as that that ended
0: so <laughs> lubovic shows b- <laughs> up <laughs> so lubovic shows up and this guy is one of the most ridiculous
1: Lubavitch.
2: cop is it lubovic L- or lubovic
1: no No, no, it's you had it right. I'm just saying he is the biggest piece of shit.
2: Lubavitch, also known as Loopty Lou.
0: His face looks like it's pasted onto another face.
1: Caleb, you were taking the words out of my mouth. The prosthetics on this guy's face, like they tried so hard to make him look like a slob.
0: Dude, like I've seen Robert Zadar and like this dude like makes Robert Zadar look, look like a fucking model. Like, rest in peace to Zadar. I love him, he's a great actor, but, like, I'm just saying, that dude has a giant face, and, like, this dude's face was on top of nine other faces.
1: Nine others. Yeah, they put a lot of fucking prosthetic on this guy's face to make him look, like, quintessential, like, overweight, piece of shit detective- and he is just...
0: Well, he really sells it. He looks at Tia and he goes, Oh, nice rack. How old is she?
1: No, no, no. He shows up at the front door and he's has a fudge shickle dripping all over his face as he why says. Why is this. he
0: eating a fudge sickle the whole time? Why'd he show up for this crucial information and this crucial like com- I guess conversation? But like conversation. why why the fudge
1: They tried so hard to make him look just like a piece of shit. Like slob. They're like, here, eat this fudge while you're talking to the dad. <laughs> like, and he's literally tell me he's not like this. Hey, so um uh, make sure uh the body is um Taken care of at the church and, um, nice rack. Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's literally how he's talking.
0: Pretty much what's going on here is that they were kind of in puppets together, they were involved in the whole death of Jimmy Bones so they're just kind of like oh your son has the house now this is pretty bad but his this fudge his fudgesicle is pretty good you know and <laughs> we gotta just move on that's all the backstory we get right there I'm not giving you guys anymore that's all I get so Bill starts to dream while he's listening to Cypress Hill which I mean we've all been there and naturally this causes his bedroom wall to turn into a green screen and this is when all like the slimy swamp hands like start popping out again and I'm still like okay he I still don't this. know what you it's are it's so scary wait but then again, I liked this. remember the Haunting in Connecticut when there was just like dro- like writing on the wall and hands coming yeah. out of the walls yeah. and shit? Yeah, they, they
1: just out. did the same thing. Yep. I liked it. And it was I like before it. Haunting in Connecticut.
0: Okay. Well, I guess it was cool. What I liked more about this scene was when Snoop Dogg like popped up in like the, the ceiling, like kind of in like the ceiling <laughs> fan or whatever. And he goes,
2: go boy. Go boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst part. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was literally the worst part, because it was actually kind of creepy, and then all of a sudden, Snoop Dogg's face at the top, like, go, boy. No,
2: I love that.
0: No, because you guys are thinking, like, oh, this is creepy and whatnot. Me, the whole time, I'm like, I know this isn't creepy. I'm hoping this is going to at least be fun. So I'm like, that's fun.
2: (laughs) That was, but that's why this is a Wes Craven movie, because that was Snoop Dogg doing his version of, it's primetime, bitch. That was his version of, it's primetime, bitch. like.
1: It was, and it was in the Freddy voice. You're not wrong.
0: So when everyone gets back to the house, there's blood everywhere. And I mean, like, first they see a splat of blood, like, leading up to the house, and they see, like, a whole pool of blood. And then they look into a room, and, like, it's basically boiling blood flooding an entire room, and they're like, that's kind (laughs) of (laughs) peculiar.
1: Literally off of the top of the pipes, he's like, let's go and check it out. And there's literally red paint. Dripping from the pipes, and they're like, "What do you think that is?" And some somebody, I think it was Maurice, because he's a fucking idiot. He goes, "Oh, it's just rust."
0: Yeah, <laughs> what are you talking about? And also, Kim, you can't tell me this is an Amityville movie. There's the red eyes, and there's also flies everywhere.
1: There are. There are. I just are. didn't and understand why. As soon house. as they opened
2: up the thing, and there's all these flies. Like their goal was like, we have to get through the flies. Like I'm like, just shut the. Don't go down there. You didn't. You didn't know you needed to go down there yet. I'm so positive after
0: watching this movie that, like, there was a time in hip-hop where Amityville was seen as, like, one of the most terrifying things ever. And I'm going to use, like, Eminem's Amityville song and the Amityville song on this record and the (laughs) fact that they threw red eyes and flies into this movie as all of my evidence. There you go. Because they literally, like, there's a bar that I sent to Kim that's basically like, you know, it's only, like, uh, like five seconds long. I could just play it right now and I won't get, like, copyrighted (laughs) as shit.
2: Everyone DMCA the fuck out of this, guys! Fucking send me yes. to music jail. Most definitely will cause more horror than Amityville.
1: <laughs> Causes okay. more horror okay. than
0: Amityville. <laughs>
1: they do say it.
0: So I mean, like, dude, I think Amityville was just seen as like the most terrifying thing in the world. I think they took like some liberties from Amityville for this movie. Maybe this is an
2: Amityville movie.
0: How funny is it that Kim tried to get away from Amityville and she somehow recommended an Amityville movie?
1: (laughs) I still somehow fall down this rabbit hole.
2: This might be your highest rated Amityville.
1: (laughs) I don't remember what I rated this, but we'll get to that.
2: Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, so anyway... So
0: Bones, 2001, it starts out with this guy shooting a red-eyed wolf, and then some stereotypical white dudes that look like Josh Hutcherson and Fred Durst almost get caught buying drugs, but then they uh, find solace by running into an old gothic house, and then things go very
2: awry.
1: Um, I will say, I really <laughs> did like this this house. Is it a house, or is it a church?
2: It's a house.
1: Okay. I was gonna say the outside looks like a church to me. I liked that place. And
2: here's the thing: it's listed on the back of the box as a brownstone, which it's definitely not a brownstone.
1: I was gonna say, dude, I'll give
2: you a brownstone. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was gonna say this is not a brownstone.
2: <laughs> but, uh, but but it's it's supposed to be a house, I believe. Yes. Okay. It it does look like a church. It's a it's a house that looks like a church shaped like a skull.
1: Very true. That's a re- great way to put it. Kind of does. Great way to put it. I would buy this house.
0: Yeah, we could put a we could put an offer in.
1: <laughs> I would say this this would be a house. I think we should go in on.
0: Yeah, this would be a good one. We could definitely shoot here, and we could hire Snoop. Dogg. I heard it's really cheap.
1: What city did this movie take place in? Do you? Is that a thing? Did they mention it?
0: I think Snoop Dogg bought a city for this one.
1: Okay, cool. Let's <laughs> move. Let's just move there. Wherever that city is, we're moving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they escape in this house, and they see this dude up in the window telling them to get out. He's like, Hey, I saw that dog over there. There's bad things going on there. Get out of this house. They don't listen. And then one gets dragged off. And like, he kind of like, he, it, it I feel like the house was bleeding. Like the house had flesh, right?
1: It happens multiple times. Yeah. Does yep, that yep, track? Yep. is that, is the house flesh?
0: Kind
2: of. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think in a way it's supposed to embody that.
2: I think this is the thing about this movie is it's very much a Wes Craven movie. Because it just, it is, the house is flesh when it wants to be. When it serves the story, yes. When it doesn't serve the story, no, it's not. It's just, ah, a it's Monster House. And you house. have to just be okay with that. <laughs> so it's Monster Great House. Great way to
1: put it. <laughs> it is Monster House with Seed I love
2: Monster House.
0: Okay, well, we didn't see both these people die, but I. it's safe to assume they both die. We do get it confirmed later, like, through, like, television or, like, some news article or something like that. But mm. they both end up dying, and then we get the title card, Snoop's on the track, we see Snoop cuddled up real close to Pam Grier. <laughs> What's also crazy about this is that Pam Grier was like 22 years older than I Snoop Dogg during this. And dude, I mean, they looked like a great couple, in my opinion.
1: She looks great. <laughs> she
0: yep. looked amazing. I mean, this is only, yeah. what, maybe like uh, three-ish, four years after Jackie Brown? Yeah, oh, it'd, yeah, be, it'd be pretty been. close. Yeah, because
1: 97, right? I think yeah. Jackie Brown was 97.
0: Yeah, 97.
1: Yeah, wow. Okay, I kind of forgot she did Jackie Brown, like, so so close.
0: Also, by the way, like, I didn't know that Pam Greer was in this at first, so when I fired up the movie and then I saw Pam Greer on this, it was a very delightful surprise. I mean, Sam. Really? Personally, I love Pam Greer because Jackie Brown is my favorite Tarantino movie. Number one.
1: Oh, yeah. ah, interesting. Okay, so... Being a black person, um, <laughs> Pam Greer was a Pam Greer was a name thrown around in the house a lot. So it's funny that you said DVD because when this movie came out, my mom was like, "We're going to Circuit City and getting bones because Pam Greer's in it." And I was like, "Okay." So my parents do have this DVD. I will say, can't confirm, and. I do remember it was a big deal when it came out because she was starring in it, and it was like one of her comeback movies after Jackie Brown. Um, but yeah, she ages really well. Haven't looked her up recently, but she looked great in this movie.
0: I was also looking up a few movies, some of the old black exploitation movies she was in, also star mm-hmm. Sid Haig and Vic Diaz, which Vic Diaz is kind of like. I mean, I'm sure like real big movie heads know him because like Quentin Tarantino's was a big fan of him and whatnot. But we know him from this yeah. little movie called Vampire Hookers and yeah. the fact that they're all in this movie together. And, like, Sid Haig is in probably, I'd say, like, five to seven Black movies with Pam
2: Grier back in the day.
1: That's in- iconic.
2: Incredible. I didn't know that.
1: My mom has all of them in, like, a little set. <laughs> it's like a, a rite of passage. We had to, like, sit down and watch all of them.
0: You should bring them all to California.
1: I don't have any room. Also, yeah, hope you got room in your car for my suitcase. <laughs> I'm an overpacker. Anyways... <laughs> <laughs> But opening credits, yes, they're cuddled up next to each other. They look incredible.
0: It's a vibe, and then shit gets real dark, and then, like, the music changes. We move to present day, present day 2001. It's now, what, 21 years ago, which is still crazy to think about. 2001 crazy, is 21 yeah. years ago. Yeah.
1: I don't like that. Oh, 20. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can't do math.
0: No, 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 <laughs> you can crazy. <laughs> it's crazy that you can't do math, or the?
1: <laughs> no, it's crazy that I can't do math. I almost said it was 22 years ago. <laughs> That is wild. Holy shit. I feel really old. Holy yeah. shit.
0: So Khalil Kane plays Patrick, a.k.a. the leader of the group and also like the new owner of Jimmy Bones Bone Home, as I'm going to call it.
1: Oh, I like that. <laughs> the Bone I House. I like that. It's
0: a bone the Bone House. House. Of Bones. You know House he's, of Bones. You know he's boning in there.
1: No, it's house O apostrophe bones bones. Okay, house yeah. bones.
0: House house o bone. There's a lot of bones there, yeah. you know, dogs are eating bones, you know, Snoop Dogg, you know, he's a dog, so bones, and then you know like he has a bone, he's and Pam Greer. There's a lot of bones going yep.
1: on. Yep. Yep. And bone dogs and harmony show, show up. It's the they dog start is fighting bone. Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. And then it's a it's a West Coast showdown between Bone Thugs and Harmony and Snoop Dogg. That's the premise of the movie.
0: No, the premise of the movie is that it takes all of two <laughs> seconds to go into the typical, this is Jimmy Bones house and then like yeah. fucking Maurice is like, You don't know, Jimmy Bones? <laughs>
2: But then he proceeds to not know who Jimmy Bones is at all.
1: We have to to backtrack. We have to backtrack. Okay, so the Patrick guy—it's a group of like yo, youngish. We're we're I think supposed to youngish, thuggish, ruggish bones. College age, (laughs) like kids, and it's like four of them, or it's three of them, Uh, and they're all no, it's
0: four of them right now. So three of them are siblings. It's Patrick, it's Bill, and it's Tia. And then um, Maurice Maurice is just kind of there. He's just kind of like.
1: Can we also talk about how (laughs) I just love the early 2000s fucking outfits and vibe like the kangaroo (laughs) fucking oversized fucking jumpsuits, the backwards hats, the Oakleys. I was like, this shit is incredible. Dude, the
0: Oakleys.
1: (laughs) The Oakleys. Literally like upside down on their head. I was like, this shit is just so unnecessary. Upside down
0: Oakley's like captures such a moment in time.
1: It does. does. It's a freeze frame of our childhood. It's incredible. So
0: you kind of just want to set up the characters, right?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to set up the characters so that you guys understand the vibe we're entering this house with. Because it's important.
0: So right now, this is when (laughs) he's going to start, like, putting a spin on the whole, like, you don't know about this story? Because there's a song, and we're going to sing it to you, baby. (laughs) Can someone snap for me? I can't
1: wait. There was a song. Ooh, sing it for me, baby. Come on. Let's do this. Ready? Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the story of Jimmy Bones.
0: And that's really it. (laughs) That's like, that's as far as he gets. Like, he says a little more, oh, but not much else.
1: He really does. I thought he, he was going to, they were going to full
0: on, like, beatbox the whole go thing. They were going to go, like, right. this is the story of Jimmy Bones. I was like, hey, okay, let's go. And then he just stopped. He was like, yeah, actually, I don't remember this.
1: Right. He l- literally. Literally, I put that down, I was like, I love that they have a little rap jingle in here and then he just stops. Just
0: stops. I was like, Oh, okay, it's like the hood version of like the nightmare on Elm Street jingle. Like I'm right, ready for right. this. Like I mean like we have Candyman already, but I was like, This one has beatboxing, you know?
1: Right. This is incredible. <laughs> this is a story of Jimmy Bones stop. Anyway, so uh Anyway, let's move on.
0: And then it just gets dark and there's like some flashbacks and weird shots and you can tell someone's just like, Oh my god, I think I'm related or maybe I'm not related, but someone's related <laughs> I don't know. I'm about, to, I'm about to have a story. I'm, I'm going to be a part of the situation.
1: Well, as soon as they enter this house, church, house of bones that they want to purchase, they see, like, hu- like human teeth on the ground, and they're like, oh, what's that? <laughs> One of them's like, oh, it's probably, like, dog teeth or something. Like, literally two front teeth are on the floor. These are not dog teeth. All now. I want for Christmas <laughs> is
0: my two front teeth.
1: Okay, so... Sorry to go on a tangent really quick, but I hate that song because I didn't have two front teeth for six years in my life. I think we talked about sing, this before. They used to sing that to me every Christmas, <laughs> and it was really fucked up.
0: Well, now you have two front teeth, so like, look at you.
1: And when I would come out of my room for Christmas, my parents would go, "This is a story of Kimmy Bones," <laughs> and-, <laughs> and that was it. Uh. And I would just unwrap my gifts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't with that. That was actually too good.
1: (laughs) It's because I'm tall and lanky. That's why they called me that.
0: So, after they get inside, Patrick walks off into the attic to, like, assess the house. And, like, there's a ghost hand kind of just reaching out into him. And, like, through the ghost hand is another dimension. And, uh, okay, this is our first glimpse of, like, these creatures that, like, suck people into a gooey dimension. And I'm going to. I have so many, like, thoughts about that and so many questions but can anyone just tell me what the fuck those creatures are and what they symbolize and like what their relevance is and answer any one of those questions that i have
2: Absolutely not. It's just scary.
1: Yeah, i th- yeah. Yeah.
2: It's just there to be scary. It's just
1: yeah, it's just there's really no rationalization for it.
2: Like that's why i said this is this is Nightmare on Elm Street. Like there's no rules. Don't try to put rules on Jimmy Bones. Like he is a villain with no rules. He just does whatever he yeah. wants, and he wants he wants to have an ooey gooey house with walls made of people writhing around in fucking tar. Like that's just what he wants. Okay,
1: that's what he's gonna do, and you just have to own it and accept it.
2: Why is this
0: like Nightmare on Elm Street, but society and also like black exploitation Hellraiser?
1: I don't know, but I think that's why I liked it.
0: <laughs> it is a lot of things. And then also like they don't do I anything else that makes this feel like Italian horror, but like the paint for blood. Yo,
1: okay. The paint for blood. Okay, Dario so Argento,
0: bad. I see you, but like what's going on? <laughs>
1: It is literally acrylic paint. <laughs> like,
0: it's so they, terrible. Not even
1: mixed with anything. It's literally <laughs> acrylic paint. I was like, they could have, with a $16 million budget, they could have made the paint look, or the blood look a little bit No, better. but, like,
0: I get it. Like, I like paint for blood, and I give it, like, thumbs up in a lot of movies, but, like, they usually switch up the lighting or something or make it look really cool, like, in some kind of way, but this was just, like, standard
2: 2001 cinema with paint for blood. And I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, you guys definitely had... Yeah, you guys definitely had fake blood by now. Like there was theatrical blood. Like that was a thing in two thousand one.
1: Well, even when paint is used for blood, it's a mixture of different things. It's not just paint (laughs) from a bucket. (laughs) Like it's like they opened up the the can of paint and just like dumped it everywhere.
0: (laughs) But isn't that basically what they do in like Argento movies and like old like Giallo Italian horror stuff? Like it really is like just paint as far as I know. Yeah. And like Herschel Gordon Lewis stuff, you know, stuff like that.
1: Yeah. We'll have to call in an expert.
0: I don't know, but I mean, I I think I get what they were doing cuz they're trying to capture a time period, you know, cuz obviously they're making a black exploitation movie in the right. early 2000s, but I'm like, I don't know. It's just maybe if they like with story ties to 1979 and flashback sequences. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what's up with this whole fucking hand dimension thing Um, and the shadow creatures. Like, I don't understand any of them. It's scary. No, it's not scary. They're using, I swear to God, these are the same exact effects that they use in Amityville Asylum.
1: (laughs) No. Kim,
0: you want to say no? No. Fully knowing that these no. are the same exact effects. those fu-
1: What an asylum. What They didn't have the walls with people's faces on them.
0: Dude, it's just green screen with other dimensions. And then it's just like little like ghost people that are just pasted onto the screen standing in corners.
2: Yeah, but these weren't green screen. This was a
0: bunch of fucking people writhing around.
1: I kind of liked it.
0: Look, That's I would say some say. of them,
2: some of these <laughs> effects were, were fine, like half and half. But
1: like half of these effects were
2: some of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. There's bad ones coming, but it was not these people. I, I can't under- I can't give you an explanation as to why these people exist, but they do look scary. Right. No, not them.
0: Like the little yeah. ghost creature that popped up after. There's just like a little ghost dude standing in the corner. It looks like it looks like Boo
2: from Mario is like standing in the corner. <laughs> I there's, I legitimately there's... may have not been able to see that because I watched it on VHS, because I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Oh. <laughs> James watched an entirely different movie.
2: (laughs) Apparently. It was
1: like the bootlegged version of uh, Bones.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, let's move on. This is when Catherine Isabel, a.k.a. Ginger from Ginger Snaps, uh, pops in, and she finds a dog with glowing red demon eyes and doesn't seem to see an issue with it. It's basically the pig eyes from Amityville, and she's like, oh, that's fine. That's
1: exactly what I wrote down. That's all
0: it is, dude.
1: It's literally exactly what I wrote down. And it's like, it's it's like rabbit. It's going crazy. It's barking like fucking crazy. Clearly something's wrong with this dog.
0: And there's that scene where she's holding the cheeseburger and she like tries to give him some and then it like leaps at her, like it's going to kill her. And then it just like grabs the cheeseburger. She's like, oh, okay, we're fine.
1: <laughs> Do you guys want to know something really funny that I wrote down seriously in my notes in that scene? No. Can you feed a dog a cheeseburger?
0: Kim you know what
1: I am not kidding I am not kidding Kim's
0: the person that
2: didn't know until
1: five minutes ago that you
0: that you aren't supposed to give a dog chocolate
2: you should write a children's book called can you feed a dog a cheeseburger and it's all about the things that you can't feed dogs no it's all about giving a dog a chocolate bar
1: I literally I literally wrote that in my notes like I was like That's "Can you feed a dog a cheeseburger
2: I would like to have a discussion about the dog if we may. Uh, yeah. I know this is like not necessarily going in order of the story, but I feel like it's just important to lay out at this point, am I supposed to believe that like the dog is Snoop Dog? Yeah is Snoop Dogg. Jimmy Bones is in the dog, right? I want to get this dog thing out of the <laughs> way
0: right now and I want to never mention this dog again. Fantastic. I don't know what the fuck this dog's relevance is to the story. I don't know why it's in here. It doesn't seem like it's Jimmy Bones, but
2: then also it sometimes kind of does seem like it's Jimmy Bones. It's like acting on his behalf, but it's not like he's like
1: controlling
2: it. Like he's the dog. But then at one point he turns full from the spirit of the dog. Right. Right. I forgot
0: the dog leaps into it. Exactly. The
1: dog eats. The dog eats someone
0: i'm gonna say it right now the dog eats maurice later which we all knew that was right, gonna happen right. the dog eats maurice and then it turns into smoky chicago right into snoop Dogg's nostrils
1: <laughs> literally
2: but then also before that directly before that the dog turns into a sexy lady yes the dog yeah. was uh, look why does that
1: happen well i have a lot of no, notes no, no, on no, that no
0: maurice was gonna <laughs> fuck a dog maurice was 100 about to fuck a dog
1: <laughs> now we're getting ahead of ourselves. Look, I don't even because care that I we're have getting... a lot no, of
0: That's guns
2: why, guns no, that's why I'm like no, 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 that's I why care. I'm like what is the dog? Like how it, the dog, if it can take any unclear. shape so that it wants, fair. why does it choose yes. that shape? I just
0: We are not getting ahead of we ourselves. Just... My notes are so light until we get to like when Snoop Dogg shows up into this party and everything <laughs> oh, else. So I don't God. care what we skip. Like he was going to fuck a dog.
1: Okay, but to answer your question circle back. Again, James, I think to your point, it just when it wants to be something it is. Right. I, I, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, I, think sometimes, I should stop
2: asking questions.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes he's the dog, sometimes he's not. Okay. He's Snoop Dogg, so right. we expect.
2: And then sometimes he's just shadows on the wall. <laughs> yep. But then back to
0: the I guess the point of is the dog Snoop Dogg, like at one point his old friend that I guess turns on him, quote unquote, which I'm gonna go ahead and say is a big plot point. I don't even think he turned on him really. I don't think I don't think I anyone, know, no know. one turned on him, I'm like, like the, his whole revenge plot is kind of, like, flawed to begin with, but that's another story, we'll get to that later, <laughs> um, but look, at one point, his friend, who, like, turned, quote-unquote, enemy, yells at all the kids, and he's like, I'm gonna tell you something, boy, shoot that dog, and they're like, shoot the dog, what, shoot the dog, and he's like, shoot that dog, and they're like, no, yeah. I'm not gonna, so, like, I think right, he right, also right. thinks the dog is Snoop Dogg, so is
1: the dog Snoop Dogg? I think he just knows it's evil and like is a bad omen. I think they're just alluding to the fact that anything related to that that house is bad.
0: Oh, I get it because because he got out of the dog pound.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I'm following. Okay, wait, it's so funny on. because after
1: after he says <laughs> that, Pam Greer runs up and she's like, "Get away from the dog!" and the guy literally goes, "Damn, y'all must really not like dogs around here." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And and that's another thing too. Like, aside from yes, that was funny, but like aside from that. Why does she not want him around?
1: I I I don't. That's why I don't think it's supposed to be him because none of them know that Jimmy Bones is even around. Like they're shocked when he comes back. So like I don't think the dog's supposed to emulate Snoop Dogg. I think
2: that's what I'm saying. Like, is the dog actually some kind of like otherworldly spirit, like dark force that's trying to bring Jimmy Bones back?
1: Right. I think it just carries the evil and the the resentment of Jimmy in that house. Like, it's
2: not Jimmy as a person. It's, like, this other entity. Yeah. Because the, the one chick starts talking about, like, oh, there's two worlds, and they get that and make that overly complicated and spiritual.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: Okay. Well, I'm glad we can agree that none of us know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is...
1: It- they buy the house they buy the house yeah
0: i'm glad we
2: could just like talk about this like we all came to a conclusion that's great i do i do like whenever they walk in one of the guys goes i'm gonna see how i'm gonna get my dj equipment up there I'm like, you're going to carry it up the stairs. What other way are you going to get it up there? What the fuck are you talking about? First off, you're just going to walk up there and find a spot. Second off,
0: the fact that, like, I thought they were going to fix up this house before they turn it into a whole, like, you know, big old party spot and et cetera, but no, no, that wasn't their plan at all. They were just going to do it as is.
1: Okay, so, yeah, they're DJs and musicians, so they're, like, trying to make a nightclub in the middle of this house, which is a sick idea.
0: No, that's a sick idea, but nightclubs are usually a little bit cleaner. Like, I know there's cum everywhere, but, like, aside from, like, the jizz all over the dance floor, like, there usually isn't, like, maggots and dust everywhere. Yeah. Well, hey, don't get to the maggots just yet. And have you guys ever seen Contracted? No.
1: No.
0: Okay. Well. You
1: guys covered it. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it. No, you guys covered it.
0: I will make the joke I haven't then. Watched it. Go listen to the episode <laughs> if you want the joke. You'll know what I'm talking about.
1: I've listened to episodes the girl with the fucked up mouth, right?
0: It's it's a little too it's a little too uh a little too raunchy if you guys haven't
1: seen it. In the vagina. It. Oh, my oh my god. Oh, you're oh my
2: so god. fucking wet. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, my God. I was
1: like, I, I remember this conversation. Anyways, okay, so they buy the house. <laughs>
2: is it is it maggots in the vagina? Anyway, the house is so much bigger on the inside than it is the outside. Can we talk about that? It looks like a toothpick on the outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, do you remember Out of the Box on Disney Channel where they put, like, three cardboard boxes together and then you'd walk inside and it was a fucking playhouse? You just
0: unlocked such a weird memory in my head. <laughs>
1: Out do you not remember the out, the of
0: no, I, I out, out of the box? No, I do now. I never would have remembered that if you didn't do this right now.
1: What? I could still see the <laughs> wait. Whole why are you saying what?
0: As if I'm supposed to just remember out of the box every second because of every day? Icon- because it was
1: the most iconic. Because it was <laughs> the most iconic show ever. I still know the whole theme song. What the the fuck, fuck do you mean? Out of Take the box, you're gonna die on the box, out of the box hill. Put it with another. Let's look what we can see inside. Mm. Out of the box. Oh yeah. Come on. I mean, it's great.
0: I want to get I want to get back to the movie. Can we This is when Maurice yeah, the- starts talking about chicken farms and eventually he says that he's the post-racial tossed salad version of Martin Martin Luther King's dream. All he has to do is hold his own hand.
1: I did not catch this. Though. What <laughs> are you
0: talking about? He said he's post-racial, Kim.
1: I did not catch this line. I tried to block out a lot of what he said cuz he was just <laughs> odd well yeah he called himself toss
0: salad i don't even know what that means
1: <laughs> yeah that, what yeah what does that even mean i don't, like, I don't know. Even know what that whole sentence means as it's he's a he's a licked asshole right that's what i'm saying like what
2: <laughs> i don't know you think i have the fucking answers
1: should we call maurice let's invite him on the show next episode did
2: you guys did you also catch that maurice called himself the gangster of love oh my god yes Ugh, i did no. that's when he was about to fuck the dog right
1: oh yeah yeah it was right? yeah. He, yeah, he was, like, <laughs> yeah. was that also what was he smoking because it was like way too big long for a swisher but it was all it looked like a crack pipe I'm gonna be honest it looked like he whipped out a crack pipe
0: okay well there is crack involved in this movie and I will there say there is the, crack involved right, 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 in the movie right, right. the pipes that they're smoking this crack out of are not crack pipes whatsoever no, no, which no, no, is no, 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 no. a whole other issue but wait <laughs> at one point Maurice is smoking he goes I can't
2: get this joint lit That's drug abuse. That's drug abuse.
1: (laughs) I missed that. I missed that line Sounds like
2: you missed a lot of lines. That's
0: all I'm saying. Yeah,
1: I know. I thought I got a lot of them.
0: Every time I watch something with Kim, she's like, "This is the worst movie ever," and then I'll mention like fifteen different things. She's like, "I didn't see that at all." So I'm like, "Okay, so you didn't watch the movie?" Is what you're saying?
1: No, I did watch the fucking movie. I just pick up on different shit. Okay,
0: pick up on different shit. As in, she watched one fifth of the movie.
1: No. Okay. In Death House, you did make me go back. You're like, he literally stopped the episode. He's like, "All right, fuck Kim, I'm stopping the episode." No, yeah, because. Well, in the middle
0: of Death House, we like you I said know like what happened. I said like the fifth thing that was like very specific no, and like you very said much happened. You said
1: six titties, and I was like, I don't remember six titties.
0: And yes, how do you miss that? It was like basically Rob Schneider an Animal was in A- Amityville Death House, and she missed it. And I was like, no, literally, I just stopped, <laughs> and I was like, we're pausing right now. I'm screen sharing this. You're watching this because what the fuck are you talking about that you missed that?
1: It was like when your parents are like, no, finish your food, finish your food.
0: <laughs> I was. Like, stop playing with your fucking toys. Do
2: your homework right now. You're not you're not getting up from this table until you finish your peas.
1: Uh, uh, And the peas are overcooked. Pretty much. Um okay, so they buy this fucking house and then they go home and they tell their dad We bought a house. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, You're a fucking failure get out of <laughs> here <didn't say>
2: <laughs> basically <laughs> he, didn't say that. he gets very upset very quickly
1: okay i do have that in my notes later on the dad goes like oscar winning for forest yeah he goes ape shit like
0: <laughs> also he goes ape shit like the second the second he gets to the house he starts looking around he's like All right, I got all you fucking kids to feed, and then I got Maurice, the bottomless pit over here, and now this fucking dog is (laughs) eating my ground beef.
1: Yes, can we just can we just skip forward to the dad freaking out in the middle of the street because
2: (laughs) it's amazing, it's flat out fucking amazing.
1: Like it escalated so quickly. So the son is like Patrick; he's like the main guy, and he's like trying to really like. we take it; it's not explained, but like he dropped out of school to like pursue this whole DJing thing. So he's trying to prove his dad wrong, who's like successful. <laughs> and he's like, "This is the house we bought." He points to the the house, and we'll we're gonna find out why very soon. The dad freaks out, but he's like, in the middle of the street, and he's like, "You don't fucking buy this house! You need to fucking sell this house!" <laughs> like, he loses it. He's literally like, well, I didn't fucking bust my ass for years to you to be a fucking failure.
0: <laughs> like, I didn't bust my ass for you to buy a house one day, you piece of shit.
1: <laughs>
2: he's literally, and then he's, he's like, sell the like, fucking house, sell the fucking house, yeah. sell
1: the fucking house. <laughs> literally, he literally, I think, calls him a fucking idiot at one point. <laughs> like,
0: Dude, his arms are flailing everywhere. Oh, like, he is he's
2: going off. He's
1: freaking out. He's in the middle of the street, like he's just in the middle of the street, freaking out. And the son is like, "Why,
2: <laughs> dude? I wonder if there's something therapeutic to that. Like, I just, I just, I, I just need to like freak out every once in a while, you know? Like, just yell at someone in the middle of the street, sell the fucking house. <laughs> I'd do that.
1: I was, I was thinking like, I don't even know if I'm capable of freaking out, in, like in the moment like he did. Like that was that man deserved an Oscar for that. He snapped. <laughs> He snapped. (laughs) Um, Okay, but we had to talk about, I guess, why the house is so problematic. Because we're, like, pretty much here.
2: Because it looks like a skull-shaped church. It's the scariest thing you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) It
0: is scary, but this movie does not explain why this house is a threat, why Snoop Dogg is involved with this, why anything is happening for, like, 50 minutes. No, it does not. Oh, not for, for like, 50 minutes. Not for,
1: like, half an hour.
0: No, for 50 minutes, because they show us flashbacks and shit and, like,
2: certain stuff, we'll see Snoop every once in a while. It's kind of two movies. It's almost like a trilogy just all smashed into one film. The first 50 minutes of the movie is, like, they're showing us something without
0: any explanation. They're like, don't worry, we got you in the next part. It's like like two episodes of (laughs) a TV show
1: That is true. So we we finally get this flashback, essentially, when the dad's freaking out in the middle of the street on his son as to why he doesn't want them in this house, and we find out it's because Jimmy Bones. Well, I feel like one of you got to give the background. I feel like Caleb, you got to give the background of who Jimmy Bones was. Because there the was soundtrack. a song. Ooh, sing it for me, baby. Come on. Let's do this. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> This is the story of Jimmy Bones. Jimmy Bones. That's it. That's all you need. (laughs) 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 Something about about a (laughs) switchblade.
2: And a diamond on his
0: hand. Yeah. Kim, I'm not going to give you the explanation because we don't get it for 50 minutes in the movie. The the, the fucking audience is getting this when I get this.
1: (laughs) I'm giving the explanation. They deserve to hear it. Whatever. So Jimmy Bones is... There was a song. Ooh, sing it for me, baby. Come on. Let's do this. Ready? This is the story of Jimmy Bones.
0: <laughs> so, Lupovich actually
2: don't... took the time to get. We all just started talking as soon as that, that ended. So, <laughs> Lupovich <I just> <laughs> shows
0: up. <laughs> so, Lupovich shows up. And this guy is one of the most ridiculous cops. Is it Lupovich L- or
2: Lupovich?
1: No. No, no, it's, you had it right. I'm just saying he is the biggest piece of shit.
2: Lubavitch, also known as loop-de-loo. loop Lou, His face Loop-a-vitch. looks like it's
0: pasted onto another face.
1: Caleb, you were taking the words out of my mouth. It, it, the prosthetics on this guy's face, like, they tried so hard to make him look like a slob.
0: Dude, like, I've seen Robert Zadar, and, like, this dude, like, makes Robert Zadar look, look like a fucking model. Like, rest in peace to Zadar, I love him, he's a great actor, but, like, I'm just saying, that dude has a giant face, and, like, this dude's face was on top of nine other faces.
1: Nine others. Yeah, they put a lot of fucking prosthetic on this guy's face to make him look, like, quintessential, like, overweight, piece of shit detective and he is just
0: well he really sells it he looks at tia and he goes a oh, nice rack how old is she
1: no 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 he shows up at the front door and he's has a fudge shickle dripping all over his face as he why says this why is his he face.
0: eating a fudge shickle the whole time why did he show up for this crucial information and this <laughs> crucial like com- I guess conversation, but like conversation. why why the fudgesicle?
1: They tried so hard to make him look just like a piece of shit, like slob. They're like, here, eat this fudgesicle while you're talking to the dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he's literally tell me he's not like this. Hey, so um, uh, make sure uh the body is um taken care of at the church and um nice rack. Who is she? <laughs> 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 That's literally how he's talking.
0: Pretty much what's going on here is that they were kind of in puppets together. They were involved in the whole death of Jimmy Bones so they're just kind of like oh your son has the house now this is pretty bad but his fudgicle his is pretty good you know and <laughs> we gotta just move on that's all the backstory we get right there I'm not giving you guys anymore that's all I get so Bill starts to dream <laughs> while he's listening to Cypress Hill which I mean we've all been there and naturally this causes <laughs> his bedroom wall to turn into a green screen and this is when all like the slimy swamp hands like start popping out again and I'm still like okay he I still don't this. know what you it's are it's so scary wait but then again, I liked this. remember the Haunting in Connecticut when there was just like dro- like writing on the wall and hands coming yeah. out of the walls yeah. and shit? Yeah, they
1: they just out. did the same
0: thing. Yep.
1: I liked it. And it was I like before it. Haunting in
0: Connecticut. Okay, well, I guess it was cool. What I liked more about this scene was when Snoop Dogg like popped up in like the, the ceiling, like kind of in like the ceiling <laughs> fan or whatever, and he goes,
2: go boy. Go boy. <laughs> That was the worst part.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was literally the worst part, because it was actually kind of creepy, and then all of a sudden, Snoop Dogg's face at the top, like, go, boy. No, I love that.
0: No, because you guys are thinking, like, oh, this is creepy and whatnot. Me, the whole time, I'm like, I know this isn't creepy. I'm hoping this is going to at least be fun. So I'm like, that's
2: fun. (laughs) That was, but that's why this is a Wes Craven movie, because that was Snoop Dogg doing his version of, it's primetime, bitch. That was his version of, it's primetime, bitch. like.
1: It was, and it was in the Freddy voice. You're not wrong.
0: So when everyone gets back to the house, there's blood everywhere. And I mean, like, first they see a splat of blood, like, leading up to the house, and they see, like, a whole pool of blood. And then they look into a room, and, like, it's basically boiling blood flooding an entire room, and they're like, that's kind (laughs) of (laughs) peculiar.
1: Literally off of the top of the pipes, he's like, let's go and check it out. And there's literally red paint dripping from the pipes, and they're like, "What do you think that is?" And some somebody, I think it was Maurice, because he's a fucking idiot. He goes, "Oh, it's just rust."
0: <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? And also, Kim, you can't tell me this is an Amityville movie. There's the red eyes, and there's also flies everywhere.
1: There are. There are. I just are. didn't and understand why, house. as soon as they opened
2: up the thing, and there's all these flies. Like their goal was like, we have to get through the flies. Like I'm like, just shut the. Don't go down there. You didn't. You didn't know you needed to go down there yet i'm so positive after watching this movie that like there was a time
0: in hip-hop where amityville was seen as like one of the most terrifying things ever it's and i'm the gonna best. use like eminem's amityville song and the amityville song on this record <laughs> and the fact that they <laughs> threw red eyes and flies into this movie as all of my evidence there you go because they literally like there's a bar that i sent to kim that's basically like you know what? it's only like uh like five seconds long i could just play it right now and i won't get like copyrighted <laughs> as shit Everyone DMCA the fuck out of this. Guys, fucking send me yes. to music jail. Most definitely will
1: cause more horror than Amityville. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Causes okay. more
0: horror okay. than Amityville.
1: <laughs> they do say it.
0: So, I mean, like, dude, I think Amityville was just seen as, like, the most terrifying thing in the world. I think they took, like, some liberties from Amityville for this movie.
2: Maybe this is an Amityville movie.
0: How funny is it that Kim tried to get away from Amityville and she somehow recommended an Amityville movie?
1: (laughs) I still somehow fall down this rabbit hole.
2: This might be your highest rated Amityville.
1: (laughs) I don't remember what I rated this, but we'll get to that.
2: Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, so anyway.